Okay, I, I have a few messages to go. I didn't realize that, that I'll be talking so long uh, concerning the end time. Uh, and I'm very excited with uh, what I'm learning. And uh, the more I learn, and I realize there are so much more I, I didn't understand or I, I don't know. Okay, so, so at most, what we have is a glimpse of, of uh, what the Word of God tells us about the end time. Okay, the important thing is to see the big picture, and, and I, I wanted to go into the details. I want to bring you uh, as much details as possible for you to understand, and, and probably that, that's where the problem is, okay? But, uh, but the important thing is you understand the major event, how things develop, and, and so that you know how to respond to, to what God is doing at this uh, time. So this morning, I'm talking about the emergent or emerging of the Antichrist empire. Okay, yes, we know the Antichrist, you know, when he comes, he will uh, 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 want to sit in the temple, you get people to worship him and all this kind of thing. We know that. But how does it come about? Did it just suddenly appear? How does this thing develop? Okay, how does it emerge uh, into the scene? Okay, we already know that the, the Antichrist He's coming from the uh, northern, right? The northern nation. Uh, so uh, once we have understand these uh, ten nations, the ten toe or the ten horns, it will be easy, easier for us to picture what, what will happen, okay? So I want to just uh, re revise a little bit about this ten toe or this ten horn so that you, you get into your system when you think about this 10 nation. Okay, so the northern part, we're, we're talking about the neighboring nation of Israel. Okay, uh, so the northern part would be uh, Turkey uh, uh, and then who, what else? Uh, Syria, uh, Iraq, okay, a little bit up is uh, Lebanon. Okay, okay, so the southern nation uh, basically is Egypt. Sudan and then Libya, okay, and uh, and the eastern part will be Jordan and then Saudi Arabia, uh, Iran is sort of at the back there, okay, right. So this is a ten horn, the ten toe uh, 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 that uh, uh, the Bible is talking about uh, in this end time. So now. I want to take you to Daniel 11. This morning, most of the... Well, in fact, we're going to just read Daniel 11. Verse... Uh, uh, not, not from verse 1, but, but uh, verse by verse. So that I will not be doing a lot of explaining. Okay? You just read it with that understanding. I think you'll begin to see things for yourself. I'll comment a little bit about that. So, just a little bit of background. The southern nation actually is stronger than the northern nation, right? So, I'm going to start reading from Daniel 11, verse 9. But, but before verse 9, the southern nation actually attacked the northern nation and defeat the northern nation. Is southern nation is stronger. Now, we're going to just jump in on verse 9. Then the king of the north will invade the realm of the king of the south, but will retreat to his own country. His sons will prepare for war and assemble a great army. 
which will sweep on like irresistible flood and carry the battle as far as his fortress. Then the king of the south will march out in a rage and fight against the king of the north who will raise a large army, but it will be defeated. When the army is carried off, the king of the south will be filled with pride and will slaughter many thousands, yet he will not remain triumphant. Okay, so you see now, all this nation, they, 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 are, they are not in good relationship with one another, okay? They just fight against one another. So now the northern nation take the initiative to come and want to attack the southern nation. Remember, uh, the northern nation was defeated last time by the southern nation. But this time, when he come, even with his son and mobilize a large army, still he cannot match the, 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 the southern uh, king and, and his army. This king is not the Antichrist yet, okay? Uh, it's true the northern kingdom, uh, the Antichrist will emerge. But now, this is, this is just a northern, northern kingdom, just different kings, okay? And then, what happened? Will you carry on reading verse 13 and to verse 16? For the king of the north will master another army larger than the first. And after several years, he will advance with a huge army fully equipped. In those times, many will rise against the king of the south. The violent men among your own people will rebel in fulfillment of the vision, but without success. Then the king of the north will come and build up siege ramps and will capture a fortified city. The, fo the forces of the south will be powerless to resist. Even their best troops will not have the strength to stand. The invader will do as he please. No one will be able to stand against him. He will establish himself in the beautiful land and will have the power to destroy it. Can you imagine the northern king and the northern kingdom, they were defeated by the southern uh, uh, kingdom? You know, in, the, in their hearts, they are not at peace, they are not at rest, they want to take revenge. So many years later, you know, they prepare, they, they, they raise up the army and then now they raise up a stronger army than previously. And then he thinks it's time for him uh, to take revenge. So, so the northern king came down and to, to attack uh, uh, the southern king. And you know, the northern king, they are not so simple, right? And you, can see, you, you realize the southern kingdom, not everyone also like them. There are a lot of people against them as well. So can you see the division among these different nations? And this time... The, the, the southern king, he's not just coming by force. He's already infiltrated into the midst of the, uh, the, the, the nor northern king. The northern king is already infiltrated into the southern kingdom. You know, so that there is an internal re, uh, rebellion, right? The, 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 the strong men of, of the southern king uh, rebel against their own king. Right, and, and so, and uh, the, the, the northern king was able to seize, uh, take hold of a city. He doesn't take hold of the whole kingdom, but takes seize of the, of the city and begins to build a strong fortress in there and that, the, that the southern king cannot, cannot uh, uh, 
defeat. But I want to draw your attention to verse 16. The invader will do as he pleases. No one will be able to stand against him. So you see the northern king uh, and, 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 and his army now is quite strong. Okay, they are quite strong. And then what did they do? He will establish himself in the beautiful land and have the power to destroy it. So at this time, this northern king, he also attacked Israel. That is before the, the, the treaty, the seven years covenant that the nation of Israel make with Antichrist. Remember, we know there is this, this uh, covenant that is coming, that is coming. But why would they want to make a covenant with the northern king? Because in the history, they were attacked and they were, they suffer loss. I wouldn't say defeat, but, but, but the northern king, the Bible described, they have the power to destroy them, but they didn't. Okay, so they suffer loss. So with all the wars that is going on here, fighting here, you know, Israel feel very insecure. And so when the northern king uh, proposed the covenant later on, that's why they, they, they fall for it. That's why they, they want. Uh, for security, uh, they enter into the covenant. See, if they have not suffered this loss uh, and, and, and being attacked or, or, and, and defeated, they would, they would not enter into a covenant. But now they feel the situation, you know, especially with the confederation of all this, this, this uh, kingdom together, and, and, and that's why they enter into that uh, covenant. So Israel, during this time, they begin to look at themselves rather than look at God. Okay? And as a result, that's why they enter into a covenant. We will, we will talk about that in a little while. Okay, what does the northern king continue to do? Let's carry on. Verse 17, right? We carry on. 17 to 18. He will determine to come with the might of his entire kingdom and will make an alliance with the king of the south and he will give him a daughter in marriage in order to overthrow the kingdom but his plans will not succeed or help him. Then he will turn his attention to the coastlands and will take many of them uh, but a commander will put an end to his insolence and will turn his insolence back upon him. Okay, so remember the northern king is still not the Antichrist yet. Antichrist has not emerged yet. Okay, but it's the northern king, right? So you can see that he's, he's, he's very uh, uh, powerful and he come and want to conquer. He come, want to take over many of this nation and land. Okay, so even though later on when we read about the, the covenant with Israel, the three and a half years of peace, it doesn't mean that outside of Israel, everything is peaceful. You know, war continues to, to, to carry on. Antichrist, eventually, he will want to take, attack and occupy nations because he wants to rule, rule, uh, 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 rule the world. That, that's his intention. Okay, so, but just, just to build the picture for you to see. Because sometimes when we read about the seven years, three and a half years of peace, we don't think it's too much. We think it's peaceful. No, but there's a lot of wars going on all the time, right? Uh, uh, but Israel is peaceful because it entered into a covenant with, with the Antichrist. So here, uh, we can see that he is not invincible, right? Uh, when he attacked the coastlands, he, he, he took he take, uh, occupation of many of those lands, 
but there is a commander who rises up against him. He was defeated. Okay, so he's not invincible. You see our, our mental picture about Antichrist last time. We think that, well, well this is still not the Antichrist, but it's the northern kingdom. But, but these are human. Human. Okay, eventually Antichrist, you know, demon, demonic spirit enter into him. That's why he has demonic power. But it doesn't make him invincible. Only God is invincible. So when he had that setback, when that commander rise up in the coastland to attack him and overpower him, how did he feel? I just want to show you the human side of this, this northern uh, king. Uh, verse 19. After this, he will turn back towards the fortress of his own country, but will stumble and fall to be seen no more. Okay, so can you see this northern king, not the, not the Antichrist yet? Uh, because of this setback, so he turned back, go back to his home. And then after that, we don't hear about him. He, he's no more. That means he's gone. He's gone. Verse 20. His successor, uh, another king came, came along. His successor will send out a tax collector to maintain the royal splendor in a few years. However, he will be destroyed, yet not in anger or in battle. So you see the northern king, uh, he keep on attacking, wanting to occupy different land. For what purpose? Collect tax. Take their money, uh, the, the wealth, so that you know they can they can be uh, 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 spent on on their own, own own splendor. Okay, so this northern king, the successor of the previous king, uh, he eventually he died, not in anger or in battle. What does it mean? It means that he's probably assassinated or, or killed by one of, one of their guys. Okay? But who is the, who, what was happening uh, uh, here? Okay, this is now, I'm, I'm going to detour from, from the book of Daniel now to bring us in perspective. So when the Lord Jesus talked about the, the end time, about the coming, what, what did he say in Matthew 24, verse 4 to 8? Matthew 24, verse 4 to 8. Jesus answered, Watch out that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, claiming, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation, the kingdom against kingdom. There will be famine and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of birth pains. When Jesus was talking about all these things, he was talking to the disciples, he was talking to the Jews. You know, when we read the scripture uh, concerning Matthew 24 about the end time, we just apply in general, you know, war here, war there, you know. But I think Jesus is very specific. I think now when you read Daniel, you understand it's in that region. Wow, this, this, uh, the, the, the king of the south, the king of the north, this one attacked that one, that one attacked this one. So it's, it's wars and rumors of wars during, in, in that region. Okay, that is happening, uh, uh, that Jesus is referring to. Okay, so, so uh, there will be a lot of, inter, uh, uh, well, a lot of conflicts in that, in that region and uh, uh, rumors, wars, and, 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 and uh, yeah. And then Jesus said, this, the, the end is not yet, but 
this is just the beginning of birth pains. Okay, beginning of uh, birth pain. Uh, probably we'll talk about it later on. When you talk about birth pain, you are giving birth to something. What is being born throughout this suffering, throughout this struggle? You know, what is God doing? Okay, uh, you know, I think you know the answer. The nation of Israel throughout this suffering is going to be reborn again. Okay, it's just like us. We born. Nation of Israel were born, right, uh, as a promise to Abraham. But they don't know the Messiah. So they need to be reborn. And so all this suffering, all these struggles will, will take them to the point where, where they come to know Jesus. They come to know uh, God and, tr and trust God. Okay, now we're going to go back to Daniel now. Go back to Daniel 11. We read to verse 20. Now we're going to read verse 21. Remember the northern king? He died, right? The successor of the previous northern king. He died not because of war, not, be, not because of uh, anger, but, well, could be sickness, could be assassinated, uh, whatever. Verse 11, who's going to succeed him? Verse 21, he will be succeeded by a contemptible person who has not been given the honour of a royalty. He will invade the kingdom when its people feel secure and he will seize it through intrigue. Then an overwhelming army will be swept away before him. Both it and a prince of the covenant will be destroyed. After coming to an agreement with him, he will act deceitfully and with only a few people, he will rise to power. So you see, this is the appearance of the Antichrist now. This is the Antichrist. Okay? So when he appeared, the scripture described it as a contemptible person. And then he wasn't one of the royalty, you know, that is supposedly to, to take over, you know, when this king died, the next person uh, from the royalty uh, family will take over. He wasn't one of the royal family. But he took over because of his craftiness. Yeah? He wants to, wants to rule. He wants to reign. And so, and, and when he took over, it took him some, some time to build up his strength and his influence as well. He didn't arise and suddenly become so powerful. But he's very crafty. And so because of the, you see, the word of God say, with only a few people, he will rise to power. So he wasn't selected to be the leader of the 10 confederation uh, and everybody agreed that he should be the leader. No. You know, it's out of conspiracy, out of craftiness, manipulation, and so on, that, that with the help of a few people, he became leader. He became powerful. Okay? So it took him Take him time to build up this, this influence. So, what do we know? It's a divided kingdom. You know, he didn't get consensus. He, through manipulation, through craft, uh, to his ways and schemes, he became the ruler. Okay, and then he slowly built up his riches, slowly built up his influence uh, by conquering, by taking possession of the other, other land uh, or, or, or province and so on. Okay, let's read it. Uh, we continue. Verse 24. Uh, 24. 
When the richest provinces feel secure, he will invade them and will achieve what neither his fathers nor his forefathers did. He will distribute plunders, root, and wealth among his followers. He will plot the overthrow of fortress, but only for a time. So we see that uh, he aimed for the richest place because he wanted their wealth, he wanted their riches. He wants to build his influence, and then he, through, through his uh, bribery, uh, or, or rather intelligence, he's willing to share uh, some of his plunders with, with his followers so that everybody is happy, so that he can continue to rule over them, and so on. So he, he, is, he is smart, okay? He's not trying to hold everything to himself, but he wants to build out his influence and following. Okay, the next verse. Verse 25, with a large army, he will stir up his strength and courage against the king of the south. The king of the south will wage war with a large and very powerful army, but he will not be able to stand because of the plot devised against him. You see, the, the, the southern kingdom, remember, they are stronger. They are more powerful. The northern king now Antichrist. He rise, he take power, uh, he take authority, and yet there are still fear in his heart. Look at those, how the scripture describes. With a large army, he will stir up his strength and courage against the king of the south. Can you see? So he think twice before he attacked the, the, the southern kingdom because the southern kingdom are much more powerful. Okay, so he needs to look at his army and stir up strength and, and the courage before he takes action, right? So you can see he's not that powerful, that strong, you know. Uh, I want to paint a very realistic picture. He's a man. He's a man with demonic spirit inside, okay? You can see he's weak. He's fearful. Uh, so let's read verse 26. Those who eat from the king's provision, the southern king's provision, will try to destroy him. His army will be swept away and many will fall in battle. The two kings with their hearts bent on evil will sit at the same table and lie to each other but to no avail because an end will still come at the appointed time. Okay, so can you see... Uh, when he defeated the southern king, it doesn't mean that he totally wiped them off. They still sit and negotiate now, you know, in talk, talk terms, right? Uh, to, but, but their hearts are against one another. So outwardly, they're talking terms. They want peace. Uh, uh, but uh, as the Bible says, it doesn't succeed because they, both of them got evil in their hearts, okay? Okay. Uh, so, so can you can you see that that picture developing in in the in the Middle East uh, among these different uh, group of people, these different nations? Okay, so now the northern king he has won the victory, right? He defeated the southern king, and he's bringing along a lot of wealth back to his his country. Let's look at verse twenty-eight, the next verse. The king of the north will return to his own country with great wealth. But his heart will be set against the holy covenant. He will take action against it and then return to his own country. The northern king, he attacked the southern kingdom. He won. He took his possession. 
Then he go back to the north. What is in between? He passed through uh, the holy against the holy covenant. Israel is right, right in the middle of that journey, and he's the Bible described it. His heart is set against the holy covenant. He will take action against it and then return to his own country. So what happened in between? I believe this is the time where he crafted out the covenant with the nation of Israel because he's so powerful now. He's, 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 he's victorious now. And Israel, look at all this warfare and look at how they were defeated at one time. And, and, and now this, nor, this nor, northern king begins to say, hey, you know, I will f- make this covenant with you and then you'll be, you'll be protected, you'll be peaceful, blah, blah, blah. You know, but his heart is against them. So you know right from the beginning, he wasn't there to protect them. He was there to destroy them, but he pretend, right? The Bible didn't say he attacked them. It just said he set his heart against them. He take action. Didn't tell us what action it is. But if he would, he, he, were to attack the nation of Israel before he go back to his own country, I think it would be described in that way. Okay? But uh, to me, this is all my interpretation, okay? Right or wrong, you take it or leave it. Okay, this is how I would see it. This is the time he crafted out that covenant with the nation of Israel. Okay? Because he was set against them. Right? And, and he did that. Uh, verse 27. You see? Immediately it tells you who, 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 he, who he is. The Bible tells you who he is. 二十七节就是下一节马上圣经告诉我们他是谁 He will confirm a, a, a covenant Sorry, no, sorry, sorry This is Daniel, Daniel Not, not, not uh, uh, Daniel 9 not, not 11 But we'll go to uh, verse 29 later on Okay, this is Daniel 9 Verse 27 Okay 这个是但以理书第九章二十七节 He will confirm a covenant with many for one week in the middle of the seven, he will put an end to sacrifice and offering. And on a wing of the temple, he will set up an abomination that causes desolation until the end. Uh, that is decree is poured out on him. Okay, so this is where I... Uh, it's not directly uh, the next verse. But uh, just, just to explain to you, there is a covenant Israel made with Antichrist. And in the middle of the, uh, the week, that means three and a half years, the, 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 the Antichrist will break the covenant and set up the abomination that causes des- desolation. So when Israel make that covenant, they think that this is a covenant that will save them. But as far as God is concerned, that is covenant with death. Covenant with that. We're going to read some scripture uh, uh, to, to help us understand. Isaiah 28, verse 14, 15. Therefore, hear the word of the Lord. You scoffer who rule these people in Jerusalem. You boast. You have entered into a covenant with death. With the grave, we have made an agreement. When an overwhelming scourge sweeps by, it cannot touch us. For we have made a lie our refuge and falsehood our hiding place. Okay, so I'm going to skip uh, other verses, but you know, as far as God is concerned, nation of Israel, you make the covenant, is a covenant of death. You think that you are saved, you think that you got protection, but it's a covenant of death. 
the Word of God says so. Okay, uh, we're going to skip uh, uh, because of time. I'm going to go down now to Daniel 11. Just now we read uh, till verse 28. Now we're going to rejoin that verse again in verse 29. At the appointed time, he will invade the south again. But this time, the outcome will be different from what it was before. Sheep, uh, ships of the western coastland will oppose him and he will lose heart. Then he will turn back and vent his fury against the holy covenant. He will return and show favor to those who forsake the holy covenant. Remember, he made the covenant and then he returned to his northern Kingdom, the Bible says, at the appointed time, at the appointed time, he will come down and attack the kingdom of the south, but, you know, it's related. Uh, at the appointed time. When is the appointed time? What is the appointed time? I believe that is just the beginning of the the. the the last three and a half years of that seven years covenant. Because that's when he showed his true color. That's when he attacked nation of Israel. And so during that time, when he attacked the, 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 the southern kingdom, and because of their, some resistance and, and uh, some other people from the western coastland begins to oppose him, he loses heart. And then when he loses heart, because remember, I told you, he had to think twice about attacking the South because the South seems to be stronger than, than, than him. Okay, so now that he attacked the South and this time he gets some opposition, some oppose him and then he begins to lose heart. And when he loses heart, the Bible says he takes his anger, he takes his frustration on Israel. And that's when he begins to attack Israel. Uh, 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 the, the nation of Israel. So when he comes and he will show favor to those who forsake the holy covenant. Remember during this time, three and a half years, what happened? The false prophet has arisen, as well as the two angels, the witnesses of, of Jesus. You know, so the false prophet is out there to deceive people in worshiping the, 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 the Antichrist uh, 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 or, uh, and uh, uh, deceiving people from. from Turning against their own 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 faith to, uh, uh, to 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 that faith that we talk about. Okay, so this is what happened. So he will turn back and vent his fury against the holy covenant. He will return and show favor to those who forsake the holy covenant. Just now we read verse thirty. So look at verse thirty-one. Verse thirty-one. Then now you know who who the who the northern king is, right? From verse thirty-one. His armed forces will rise up to desecrate the temple fortress and will abolish the daily sacrifice. Then they will set up the abomination that causes desolation. With flattery, he will corrupt those who have violated the covenant, but the people who know their God will firmly resist him. Can you see? Now, that, that, that was definitely Antichrist. And now, when he attacked the nation of Israel because he, he had suffered a setback, he begins to show his true color. He begins to stop the sacrifice, desecrate the temple, and all these things we, 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 we heard about, the abomination of desolation. So can you see? I have told you ahead of time, that's Antichrist. Now you, you see from this verse, it, it, it confirms that he is Antichrist. You got a picture? 
You can see it happening. Well, I, I can, you know. So I hope, I hope by telling you, we are reading verse by verse by verse by verse, it will help you to see the chronological happening. Okay, so you wouldn't say that I'm taking this verse from there, taking that verse from now. You see the chronological order that is being presented. It's pretty accurate. Well, well pretty details. Well, you know uh, uh, how Antichrist emerge. Okay, just in case, just in case, some of you are very scared of Antichrist coming. Okay, in this context, look at the next verse, thirty-three. Uh, verse 32, uh, we, we read verse 31, uh, the, the last part of 32. But, what? despite of what he's doing, but the people who know their God will firmly resist him. So don't think that Antichrist is so invisible when he comes, we just fall down and just surrender and just say, Habis, that's it. No, that's what we thought. Remember, some people resist him, that, 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 that group of people resist him during the war, he gets discouraged. He's a weak guy. He can go so far because of demonic spirit. So that's why the word of God tells us, those of us who know our God, what do you do? He said, Antichrist come and surrender. No, those who know their God, you resist him. You know the danger, you know the price, you know the consequence, but you will resist him because you know your God. Okay, so you can see the, the nature of the Antichrist. He's a coward. He will bully those who are weak, but those who stand against him, just like those groups who stand against him, he gets discouraged. He withdraws. He, he shifts his attention to the nation of Israel. Okay, so don't, we, we do not want this idea that he's so powerful. You know, you've got to crush that, 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 that thought. Our God is the, the, the greatest God. You know, we trust in him. Those who know our God will resist him. Will resist him. Okay? So it's in the midst of people being killed, people being uh, slaughtered and, and persecuted and so on. God's people are going to rise up against him because we know our God. So we better, better know our God. Otherwise, you cannot stand. Remember, many people fall. Many people prefer to listen to the lies. But only those who know their God. Let's stand. We're going to pray.